Welcome to the Skillshop Pincast, episode 55. I'm Graham. I'm Kayla. And uh, we're, we're uh, giving you a real quick recap of Pinberg or mm-hmm. Replay Effects or... Or both. Yeah. Hey, Kayla. this is our Sammy Hagar episode. Is this? Oh, yeah. I can drive 55. Except we are countering Sammy and we are in fact proving that one can drive your 55th episode. I'm going to go 56. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why We're not? Go further. Let's say let's let's take it to its limit. Fifty six. <laughs> Pushing it to the limit. <laughs> well, Kayla. So, um, when was Pinburg? Pinburg was the last weekend of July, mm-hmm. twenty seventeen. Uh, just a few weeks ago, where we're sitting now, and probably about a month ago when you're hearing this. Um, and I wasn't sure I was going to get in at first. I was on the wait list about eighty deep, mm. um, maybe further than that. And I was just, <clears throat> you know, keeping my fingers crossed for a few months while people dropped out slowly and got the email sometime in like maybe February that I was accepted into Pinburg and I bought my um, tournament entry right then and there and then bought my uh, flights and replay effects and told my friend Jess that I was coming and I could stay with her for a week. Awesome. So, excuse me. We just had burritos, so I'm still um, getting all of the goodness (laughs) down. Um, Anyways, so Jess and I, I got there a few days early. We went to um, a petting zoo just outside of Pittsburgh where I got to pet a baby camel. That was wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. We went with uh, Mike Corbett. We didn't tell him exactly where we were going until we got there. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Because we already had plans to go to Falling Water, and then we squeezed the petting zoo in in the middle. And we offered him information. He said, would you like to know what we're doing before? He said, nope, surprise me. So we did. (laughs) Awesome. I have great pictures of Corbett feeding some, like, donkeys and... and, um, goats and whatnot but it was really cool well, then we went to falling water and that was amazing like if you get the chance do it it's so worth it just beautiful beautiful house yeah um, if, for anybody that's not oh yeah immediately right. aware of falling water is a frank lloyd wright house it's very mm-hmm. famous and even if you don't think that you know it if you look up falling water frank lloyd wright on the internet you'll probably recognize it when yeah. you see it it's pretty pretty special lego made a set for it too mm-hmm. i didn't that's realize right. that um, but yeah, incredibly gorgeous. I had so many questions for the tour guide, and he answered all of them very graciously and was very informative. Word. Um, and from there, the next day, Justin and I went to the National Aviary, where I spent $40 to hang out with a penguin for half an hour, one on one. Well, just two. So, um, and the penguin chaperone. Um, we saw some con- condors, birds. Mm. Yeah, really huge birds. Some bats, some flamingos, whatnot. It was really fun. At National AV, I also did um, bird f- like flight VR. Oh, <laughs> it was really cool. Neat. Um, you strap into some wings, and they put a fan in front of your face, and you dip down, and you can fly all around New York City. <clears throat> totally worth it if you're ever there. And then the big reason that I came out to Pittsburgh was Pinburg. Um, day one on Thursday, uh, I everyone's kind of unless you finish the top four. In a Papa or Pinburg um, division in the last year, you're restricted. Uh, or if you're in a certain ranking from IFPA, you're restricted to a certain divi- division. But neither of those applied to me this year. So I was just in the general pool of uh, doing seeing how I do. Mm-hmm. And the first day, I had no one in my group that I knew. So oh. like you play the five rounds. And I kept like last year, my very first round. I had Crystal Makabo, that's who was on my team at that point, in my oh. group with me. It's well, like that's handy. We both fly across the country to have to play each other. <laughs> Doesn't seem quite fair. 
But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was just kind of a, a mix of random folks and it went really well. Um, I, let's see, actually Peter Blakemore was in my first group and he was, he uh, ran a t tournament in London when I played out there in Wales. Um, he, he ran in Wales. <clears throat> um, sorry. So yeah, I did pretty good. I, uh, so first round seven points and seven and six so dipped down to a five in round four and then a five in round five. So it wasn't like fantastically score wise, but I held on to right about middle of the road <clears throat> and was put into B division for the following day. <clears throat> so then I started my next day out with like the possible, the highest possible amount of points is a 12. And I started with a 10, hmm. which really like I started wow. at, uh, there's probably about 200 and 200 or 250 people in that division in B. And I started out the 176 seed and, uh, the top 40 or who go to finals. So that 10 bumped me up to like 28th seed right oh, wow. after, right off the bat. Like I jumped from 172 to 27th. And then all day long, I stayed above 40. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. So yeah, I went to 172 to 27 to 28 <clears throat> to 30 to 34. And I thought I might have to be stuck in a tiebreaker for finals, but it turns out I was one point above the cut. Sorry, Jordan Sumrow, who mm. I was doing really bad math in my head. And I was like, I have 64 points. And he said, I have 65. I should be fine. And he was in a tiebreaker. And I was not because I actually had 66 points. So <clears throat> sorry that... You didn't make it in. I was really gunning for you. Um, and, you know, I, I turned turned out I did a lot better on the EMs this year. Oh, yeah? Um, it just, something really clicked with me, though, where I could just calm down and focus and, like, let bounces happen and not be quick to react, but be ready to react. And I, I rolled my first game in pin, or no, round 10, I rolled my EM. So the last EM that I played in the whole tournament I rolled the the board on it, so that felt pretty Ooh. good. I've only only done that like a handful of times, so that was excellent. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Again, um, the only person in my group day two that I knew was uh, Matt Stacks from Michigan. He and I played together last year, and uh, he's in a band. I ended up reviewing his band for Razor Cake later on, and uh, so we had lots of things in common. And I was like, oh man, now we're going for finals. I'm like, I don't want to play against you. Like, I don't want to knock each other out. But both of us made it to B Division finals on Saturday, mm. and we ended up tying Denberg mm. overall mm -hmm. at, at 269th place. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, out of 800 players, that's pretty great. Yeah. And I earned myself a $250 paycheck from it, so... Very <laughs> nice. That goes a long way to just cover yeah. the costs of getting out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It that's, was really, really good. That's really exciting. Uh, um, any other uh, highlights uh, you want to mention along the way? Um, so my friend Art and his wife, Alana, came out um, on that Saturday after I got knocked out of the tournament. And we played the kind of pinball Olympics that were there. <clears throat> um, they were a little bit different from last year. So they have the attack from the back where it's the reverse attack from Mars and you're playing from above the back box. Mm. And then there was a game right next to it. There's the jumping jack, like or jack in the box that they have at shorties, but it was powered by a generator on a bike. 
So they had a bicycle attached to the front of it. And the more you pedaled, the more power went to the flippers. Oh, boy. And then the flippers were controlled by the bike handlebar brakes. That's amazing. So so you don't reach for the machine. You're braking on the on the um, bicycle. And that's what's powering the flippers. Wow. It was so cool. Like I was like, if I had one of these in my house, I would be in so much better shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this uh, man that was like significantly larger than I in, in like uh, width and height came up and he said, what the hell is this? I said, uh, it's exactly what it looks like. And he's like, those are my two passions, cycling and pinball. Huh? Like, They're all in one place. <laughs> and he's like, this is not going to work for me. And he just immediately like breaks out the, um, turns the widget on it and like raises the stool and uh, uh-huh. or the saddle and like makes it as high as possible. And he, he played for a full game that was a really respectable score, like mm. bicycle or not. And uh, he's like, yeah, I think that that's something I need to build for myself, but a frame that would fit my body better. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, And there were some cool bands. I didn't stick around for those very much, but I just heard them in the background. Uh, My last game for the whole thing, I went back on Sunday and played uh, NBA Fast Break against some folks. So that was a nice way to go out. Um, so Todd McCullough was there this year too. And he, so the last couple of years since the Teamsters kind of set up the um, convention center and their union, you're not allowed to move the chairs. The chairs have to stay where they are. Oh, really? And, um, it's very rigorous, it's a very, very strict ruling on that. Um, but this year was a little more loosey goosey and there was chairs all over the place. Hmm. So I guess either someone acquiesced to the other and, um, maybe the teamsters were like, all right, look, we get that you're standing on concrete floors for 12 hours a day for two <laughs> days. Maybe you can move a chair here and there. But Todd, um, I went, I passed him when I was going to the bathroom in the round ones and he had a chair, but it was not a teamster chair. It mm. was a like double height bar stool kind of chair with a low back on it and uh, i said look mccullough i don't care who you are you still can't move the chairs he said (laughs) i brought this one myself (laughs) move away and and he went to pier one imports and bought his own chair (laughs) well 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 (laughs) and i'm sorry it's like a wooden frame like bar here i'm gonna show you a picture of it yeah do it so hilarious oh very nice well done todd (laughs) so i mean like get the tools that you need for the job you're doing yes well done on you. Um, but yeah, I just, I had a little bit of the, like the rose had uh, faded from my tinted glasses a little bit since I'd been there once already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't like very much of a, what am I, I don't know what to expect, what's going to happen. It was just like going through the motions, but the motions being the most fun and exciting and challenging ones that you can experience. And just having a great time. Like I flew out there with, um, the specials on my flight, Chris Chan and Mike Corbett were on my flight there. And then on the way back, I ran into Jordan and Brittany Semro and they were on my flight home. So it was nice to have Seattle friends both yeah. ways. Very nice. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. I, yeah. I've still never been to Pinb- uh, Pittsburgh or Pinburg. Yeah. Someone asked about you. I forget who it was. Oh, really? But well, they're like, is Graham with you? I said, nice to be oh. <laughs> Yeah. And then I was sitting watching the finals with the, um, I was sitting next to the Austin crowd there in like the mm-hmm. first and second row because uh, Colin McAlpine, who ended up winning the uh, entire tournament, mm. um, he was in the semifinals at that point. And I just wanted to like jump in and watch. And um, I was talking to the guy next to me just because you know, by, because I was sitting next to him and this guy in the front row turns around and says, are you Kayla Greet? I said, I said, yes. I was like, did you just recognize my voice? He's like, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you for listening. And I'm so <laughs> sorry. I've forgotten your name by now, but you're very nice. Um, 
I brought our stickers and pens and they I had to refill them every couple hours. Like I put a little stack of them at the tilt cycle table. So thank you, Dan Burfield, for letting me merchandise your table a little bit. Thanks, Dan. Uh, I, I'm going to jump in here for, mm-hmm. uh, for a second. So yesterday, uh, not to distort our timeline too much, but yesterday I posted on Facebook about how we were going to interview Andrew WK. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a bunch of people chimed in with questions, which was really great. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Um, and uh, then my friend Van uh, sent me a personal message oh. uh, and said, you have a you have a pinball podcast, you know, like, <laughs> which especially like for a friend that I don't know through pinball that doesn't live in Seattle, like that's not that surprising to get sure. that. Um, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, oh, I wonder if you, uh, uh, so, so I have a friend that uh, builds art from uh, Reclaimed Pinball. And I was oh, like, what's no their way. name? And it was not Dan, but I was <laughs> oh, waiting was... for him to say <laughs> right. Dan. Uh, anyway, he has a friend named Ashley up in Rochester, New York, who oh, who also uh, builds artwork out Repurpose, of Repurpose, uh, upcycles. Exactly. Yeah. So that's um, cool. Gave me her contact information. So, you know, we may or may not reach yeah. out to her here in the future, too. Uh, definitely need a few episodes between uh, pinball art people. But sure, sure. But anyway, that was really cool. And thank you, Van, for that. And um yeah very awesome that would have been such a small world coincidence i know like, right dan burfield well i knew he lived in pennsylvania for a while too which oh, was yeah. what made it me think it was possible but i think he actually lived in philadelphia not pittsburgh so mm-hmm. yeah oh i just i i just really enjoyed pittsburgh this time around like i'm yeah. glad that i spent more time in that city it's kind of like have you been to Adaball for the 420 tournament um mm-hmm. and like you know the atmosphere of Adaball anyways it's just kind of like you're at like a weird college party mm-hmm. and like everyone's super cool and like you can get away with weird shit like bringing goats to Adderall. <laughs> um, like that's what Pittsburgh feels like every day. Well, well, well. <laughs> I like that. That's a, <laughs> the best uh, pitch I've heard for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like the Pittsburgh. thing that I didn't go out to was like a 25 cent beer night where at the Elks Lodge where you just watch like uh older men play banjos <laughs> uh, <laughs> i know i was like we should go and then we got sidetracked and it was too late um i went to gooskies on polish hill and there was a like really seedy divey punk bar and mm. watched a couple of punk bands play and um was asked by the bar back to remove a man from the women's restroom or just ask him to leave oh uh the way he phrased it too was just uh Hey, can you get this guy out of the bathroom? I was like, "Why me?" He says, "Cause you're a girl." I was like, "Oh, you didn't specify that's in the women's room, yeah. you know." <laughs> and then once I said, "Hey, um, so the staff would like it if you're not in here," um, like I was very diplomatic about it. Like I'm not trying to get into a fight. And then the guy said, "Me specifically?" I said, "Yeah, they don't they don't want men in the women's restroom, I suppose." And he's like, "It's 2017. How dare you assume my gender?" I said, "Look, man, I'm from Seattle." Well, I didn't say "look, man." That's not going to help my argument. <laughs> Look. <laughs> person <laughs> i'm from seattle like i freaking get it um but i don't live here i don't work here and i'm just passing along the mess message so like it's in everyone's best interest if you just uh, you know hmm. acquiesce or leave i don't know and um so he kind of was they were diffused from that situation and like you walk into gooskies and in a big sign on the bar back on the menu it says there's three rules here know what you want have your cash ready don't make us kill you hmm. it's like okay this is like the seediest bar and the guy's like well go tell tim that you uh get a drink on me and he's like i was like hey tim i'm the he's like i know who you are what do you want i'm like okay <laughs> so it's just like super surly east coast dudes and it was a fun time um yeah, I had a, I really enjoyed everything. Um, got some East Coast ice cream, which was great. I went okay. swimming. 
Um, there were some really cool games at Pinburg, like Heavy Metal Meltdown. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. time that you hit a switch, it's just like arpeggio of like 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 licks of mm. and riffs and just like drum solos. Um, super eighties leather pants, big hair. Um, and there was really not issues this year. It was kind of impressive. Um, Bowen seemed to inspire everyone to be excellent to each other. Yes. Which was really good. Um, encouraging people to talk about what went good in their last round or what they enjoyed about something. Some bring some positivity to your next round. And, I think it really made an impact because last year I just remember a lot of, you know, it's hard, sorry to say, but mostly a division players kind of losing their cool when things didn't go the way that they wanted them to go. Mm. And lots of like banging on glass or running off in a huff or maybe a kicking of the legs, you know, all sorts of signs of aggression. And this year I heard no screaming, um, no banging, like <laughs> not even like maybe not even a <sighs> just people kind of like own them their their performance better it was really good that's awesome yeah like no one came up to me and said i should have won that game or i could have done better like everyone just kind of accepted it and enjoyed it well i hope that i hope that's a, a sign of of things to come as yeah. well that's really cool um and then just the the downtown area was full of like excellent tacos um I had some delicious like barbecue jackfruit pulled pork style thing oh yeah jackfruit works really well that way doesn't it i was really impressed it's it's surprising how (laughs) yeah no i just want to like bury a jackfruit tree in my backyard now (laughs) (laughs) i have to have a backyard first (laughs) (laughs) one step at a time yeah and then a really excellent tiki bar that tim turnay took us to um called tiki and you walk through a giant tiki head to get in there and uh if you it's like ten dollars a drink or if you spend splurge twelve dollars you get to keep the glass it's in and they had anything from like pandas to coconuts to like um, toucan shaped glasses, like novelty <laughs> glassware. Cool. So I got a coconut for Katie Janice and she is very happy. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Sunday night, I went to a barbecue at Amy and Mahesh's house, I believe his name was, uh, with like Jason Weirdrick and Zen and Tim Trenet and Allison and Andy and. It's just really nice to have like a nice, a good Seattle group and Jeff Gagnon and delicious food. And, and like Amy's like, I look, we're all from Pinburg, but like no pinball talk while we're here. Mm. Just hang out and be friends. So that's a good approach. Yeah. Cool. I well, really enjoyed it. That sounds like an excellent trip. <laughs> I am envious, but also just thrilled to hear, thrilled and heartened to hear how well it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Did you have any um, exciting things happen to you in the last couple of weeks? It's been a little since, well, since yeah, we talked to you. It's, it's been a minute. I don't know. There's not too much to report. Uh, my band played, like, I don't have much for pinball. My band played a show a week ago at the High Dive in Fremont. That cool. went pretty well. We did a, we, instead of doing a set, uh, writing out a set, we just wrote 11 songs of ours out on a board and we improvised a choose your own adventure and made the audience basically oh. choose which song we we're going to play next based on which where they wanted to go in the story and that went okay um That's yeah cool. yeah so that was a fine show um uh, i played earlier that day i played the new star wars from stern for the first time that was pretty oh, okay. fun over there at bad jimmy's shout mm-hmm. out to bad jimmy's they've got a great uh they have like 11 games there now yeah right? they've got a good lineup of games and um well decently priced and uh 
and the the beers there there's some bold experimental beers that really? actually turn out pretty well yeah and so, it's their own they're the brewery they yes it's right their there. own beers which is really like, can cool. you give me an example of one of them well i had a a pb and jamber no ale jamber no, ale. thank you it was actually really good really? i i gave it a shot and it was worth it um uh there was a cucumber lime blonde or something like See, that that's that was actually, nice yeah now everything that i had there was good um i'm I will endorse Bad Jimmy's uh, beers. Would go again, huh? Yes. Will go again because uh, that's where we end up having band practice. And so it's not too uncommon that I pop over there for a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Not too much to report otherwise, though. Just uh, getting through this hot uh, summer. We we recently broke our rainless record, by the way, a few days ago. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. Seattle's. We're at 56 days or something. Wow. Yeah, um, everyone else days. in the country is like, <laughs> yeah, no big deal. But yeah. <laughs> it has been hot and dry this summer for Seattle. Usually, somebody is complaining at some point about the summer starting too late, mm-hmm. or about little fits of rain here and there. We have had such a dry and sunny summer; it's kind of yeah. crazy. But and um, then there's the smoke from Canada That's and the smoke happening. from Canada. Yeah. Um, well, if you if you had to pick a game to uh, focus on to cool off from the summer days, what would your game be? Um, pretend that someone stole your liver and you woke up in a bathtub full of ice. Oh, <laughs> I okay. I was just going to say white water, but yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I know. I went off the deep end here. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, white water is a good one. Or um, maybe a hockey themed game. Ooh, good call. Mm-hmm. Good call. Like a Bobby Orr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Whirlwind is always a summer favorite because oh, it's got yeah. a fan on it. That's a that's probably the best yeah. answer right there. Yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll see you guys again in September. And uh, by the time you hear a new episode, actually around the time that you're listening to this episode, a new skill shot will have just been coming out. Yeah. And what is that? Uh, number 49? No, it's got to be more than that, isn't it? We're past 50. Mm, I don't know about that. Here, I'll, I'll see if I can figure it out. Well, it's been 10 years this August. Mm-hmm. And then we do six issues a year. Well, it's it's usually more like five a year. That's actually. true. Okay, I'm thinking. Of, I get Razor Cake and Skillshot mixed up sometimes. Which, by the way, uh, Razor Cake 99 is out now. Um, feel free to pick one up on the website. Or go to Flip Flip Ding Ding, where they have a, a, a subscription, and they are on the counter for free. Fantastic. Yeah, well, that was the next piece is moving into plugs. But uh, <laughs> just to cycle back a little bit, it is Skillshot 49. Oh, we're my put, gosh. Okay. We're po- uh, pasting it up this weekend and then uh, a week and a half later, so like late August, again, probably about the same day or two that this episode drops, uh, Skillshot 49 will be available at, uh, you I know. Probably Aussies, right? Yeah, we'll have our folding party at Aussies. Um, is that going to be a Monday night again, do you think? Or I'm not sure. We haven't really talked about the sc- uh, specifics on that yet. Well, hopefully you guys are following Skillshot on Facebook as well as Skillshot mm-hmm. Pincast. You can follow Skillshot on uh, Twitter at Skillshot. Uh, and if you go to skill-shot.com, we've got our calendar, which has all of these dates for events, uh, folding parties and uh, tournaments and whatnot. Our calendar is packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always appreciate new... Uh, uh, donors at patreon.com mm-hmm. um, so yeah uh, thank you so much guys uh, anything else you got Kayla 
No, I don't believe so. Except for just a shout out to Maureen Hendricks, who I um, passed the torch for Babes in Pinland, Pinland to, and she is like run with it so hard. It's been really good. Like within a week or so, she built a website, she built a Twitter, she built an Instagram for it. Nice. Um, and she's been like very active on all social media and doing like all the things that I would have loved to do in the last three and a half years, but spread myself too thin and don't have a way to be successful at all the things I dabble in. So I'm really impressed with the way that she uh, is taking that and, um, you know, inviting more women out and getting the word out and being uh, very supportive. That's really wonderful. Yeah. So thank you, Maureen. Cool. Well, all right. Thanks for joining us again, guys. Cheers. Bye.